0: Hey. What's up? What's up? It's your girls. I'm Rissy.
1: And I'm Shelves. And this is the podcast I Totally Relate.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, actually. Okay. I welcome like- back. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. I got a funny story for you let's hear it okay so last night I had a friend over okay it was super duper fun we were having a movie night and we're trying to decide what movie we want to watch because there's apparently a really long list of really good movies that I've never seen okay like (laughs) anytime he mentions a movie I'm like oh I haven't seen it but they're like super like famous ones like Star Wars like I've never seen Star Wars right never seen Indiana Jones Mm. never seen you've never seen Indiana Jones no uh uh-uh um, so many classics, like American okay. classics, <laughs> like I have not seen. <laughs> so there's a lot we got to watch. So apparently there's a kind of a, a funny movie about Motley Crue. Okay. So he suggests this movie. And as soon as I hear him say Motley Crue, I just immediately jump into this story and I say, hang with me. This will make sense in a bit. So when I was in college, I managed a tanning salon. Mm and it was super fun I was super tan when I got married my (laughs) wedding pictures are like I'm brown okay anyways okay so I I worked at this tanning salon and in the state of Utah if you want to go tanning you have to provide to that facility like your address and emergency contact Mm. like you have to create a profile in order to do this dangerous activity because you are indeed going to get in a bed and we will give you cancer so just don't bitch at us later (laughs) is
1: basically <laughs> but you'll look really good
0: <laughs> basically the the contract right right and you, and you gotta sign it or you can't tan <laughs> you can't tan it's we're not gonna let you do it if we know you're gonna bitch at us later yeah okay so the one the, the tennis lawn that i worked at was right next to the gold's gym on 800 north in Orem, and 800 north if you take that road East enough, you're going to end up somewhere close to Sundance where they have um, a very nice rehab facility. And so we got some interesting people coming in to the tanning salon um, Uh due to that. And so one day this, and we got creepy. A perfect guys came in all the time. Just so you know, like we'd have to like go check rooms and make sure they didn't like fucking drill a hole in the wall and they were watching peeping on the girl next door. Like this kind of shit happened all the time. Like we, I would have to like inspect rooms and be like, he did it again (laughs) okay so
1: like my like i wait that's actually so embarrassing because the part about tanning salons and things like this is that you know who just was in that room yeah like you're like
0: and my favorite part is like you into that room there's a there's a little form Uh, that we would add notes to so like (laughs) any interaction any employee had with this person we were like he's a (laughs) perv made a hole in the wall like (laughs) yeah yeah okay okay so i like i don't have like super great expectations of some of the clientele (laughs) they let me down so this really old yucky pervy guy comes into the salon and and he's like, I want to tan. And I'm like, okay, what's your name? And he's like, I've never been here before. So I'm like, okay, well, let's create a profile. So I'm asking him these state required questions. And I'm a two-wing one, mind you. <laughs> and he won't give me his address. I'm not giving him my address. Okay, well, then you're not tanning, sir. <laughs> That's me. I am straight up a bitch. <laughs> Great. I'm my foot down. I'm not letting your stinky ass go in there. I don't even you won't even give me your information. I'm not put, I'm not going to get in trouble for you, homeboy. <laughs> okay, so this goes on for a while, whatever. Finally, he's like, "Fine, I'll give you my address." And I'm pretty sure he just like made a, up something. And I'm like, "Okay, go in the room." So he goes back in the room and I call up my boss. And I'm like, "Sam," that was his name. He like owned this lawn. I'm like, "Sam, you got to get down here ASAP. There's a pervy guy in here and I don't feel comfortable." And he's like, "Okay." What's his name? And I'm like, Vince Neal. And he goes, Are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, No, he's gross. Like, you need to get here before he gets out of the bed. Like, I don't feel comfortable. And so he does. He shows up, like, within five minutes in the salon with his friends. Okay. <laughs> waiting for this guy to come out of the tanning bed so they can ask for his autograph because it's Vince Neal, the lead singer of Motley Crue. Oh, I was like, Wait. <laughs>
1: oh no (laughs) and you're like no
0: and I was stone cold (laughs) I was like then I guess you're not tanning today sir (laughs) (laughs) anyways so when I finally got to the when I got to the end of I'm like he's from Motley Crue and he's like oh you know him (laughs) Well, met him (laughs) once. I don't think he's fond of me. (laughs) I don't think we had a great
1: interaction, but I do have a memory with him.
0: Yes, we do share. We did share a moment in time together, just the two of us, just the two of us. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, so then, crazy. So
0: then, my friend is going off about like, oh my gosh, like he's like real life rock and roll. I'm like, yeah, he was here for rehab. And he's like, oh, my God, he's so cool. I can't believe that you met him. I'm like, "Okay, hold up a second. Picture him like when you say he's so rock and roll. Like, what do you mean? Like picture him. Right. And so he's like, yeah. I'm like, "Okay. well, now picture meeting him alone in my body. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, (laughs) not rock and roll. I'm like pervy, (laughs) man. I actually don't even know who he is. If you saw a picture of him. Oh, and also your dad would be so disappointed in you. My dad, when Uh I told my dad the story, he's like, you said (laughs) what (laughs) to Vince Neil? Well, you're not tanning today, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then I guess you're not tanning today, (laughs) sir.
1: A very complimentary, sir, at the end. Yeah. (laughs) A very professional.
0: Yeah. I do like to keep it bitchy, so... yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so anyways. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. That was just a little, you know, get to know me Jim. <laughs> well, was it a good movie? Um, The Motley Crue man? We didn't watch it. No. We watched Donnie Darko. Oh, that's right. You and told it was me that so already. Good. And I did like it, and I had mm. never seen it before. And it was so weird, but I would recommend it.
1: Yeah, Donnie Darko is a trip.
0: Yeah, I was like flipping out over <laughs> all the old, like the celebrities back in their like little baby days. Yeah,
1: Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. So little.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I loved it. Man, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I have some really fond memories of that movie. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Donnie Darko. That's when I fell in love with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Oh. He, you know what?
0: In that movie, I was like, which is handsome. so unfortunate because it's super creepy in the movie. Yeah. Oh, super. But yeah. you know me. He's like losing it. I love a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: who doesn't? Right. There oh, are my people,
0: people who like nerds. I don't think they like bad boys.
1: But was it because you once liked a bad boy?
0: Yeah. Their dad was probably a bad boy. (laughs) You know she's going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, so, Shelps, I was thinking... Mm -hmm um, about what we were talking about while we were setting up. So shelves comes over on Wednesdays and we like have our whole little setup and it's super fun. And while we're like plugging in the cords and chit chatting, we're talking about different bodies Mm -hmm. and you say we actually have Mm, three. (laughs) Yes. Okay.
1: And which are, okay. So yeah, our physical body our emotional body and then our Um, spiritual body cool take it away home girl (laughs) yeah well we were kind of just discussing um well like you said healing Mm -hmm. and like um having past versions of ourselves Mm -hmm. and um I think that this idea if we could imagine our life as like a road map um and to see the path that we've walked like if it was like a physical trail Mm -hmm. um there would be aspects of your journey that might be a sun shining meadow with you know beautiful trees and beautiful butterflies uh, that you skip across and it's really fun um and then there might be aspects on your map that are really treacherous cliffs that Mm -hmm. maybe there's a version of yourself that is still caught on those rocks or you know in that and this is kind of like ifs right like Mm -hmm. that um, 100 percent yep Internal family systems of pieces of ourselves or like that broken straw theory.
0: If our life is this journey on this map, we try to go around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, we just have to go through.
1: Right. Well, I think the act of healing is... Yeah we have to go back and collect ourselves like the part Mm -hmm. that's injured the one you know like if you break your arm you don't get your knee looked at you have to deal with wherever like the acute injury is and Mm -hmm. emotionally we tend to avoid that we tend to avoid um like it makes sense when we can think about our physical bodies of treating a hurt finger or a sore throat or,
0: or like um, if my little kiddos like fall down and like scrape their knee and it's like, there's all this dirt in there and I feel like, Oh my goodness, we need to go in and clean that out. Right. But they know, Oh, that's going to sting. And they fight. Right. They fight that happening. Sure. Because they know it's going to hurt.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, because like, yeah, you have to do uncomfortable things like Mm -hmm. sterilize an open wound. Mm -hmm. That's not a fun experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I think that, so. Oh, well,
0: you want to know what? Even before that, you have to create like a sterile environment, right? Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're going to do like. Okay. Sorry. Yet yeah, Continue.
1: Well, yeah. Like creating like the space, right? Like yeah, that's the up to you. Space. Exactly. Which
0: was the other thing you said today that blo- <laughs> really, you guys, while we were getting ready, Shelby's just like blowing my mind. I'm like, remember that for later <laughs> when we're behind the mics. Because the other thing you said was, yeah, because you said we, you can't heal in an unsafe environment. Yeah. What? How did you say that earlier too? Because I was like. Oh. I think that
1: you can't heal without safety. Without safety. Like, That's right. That's what it was. You need yeah. safety. You need a safe environment in order to heal. Uh, yeah. For me, that feels like a full stop. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that. <sighs> I think that like if we're looking at our, our life as like a roadmap and like, you know, let's pretend we're looking at that treasure treacherous cliffs. Okay. And there's a version of yourself yeah. on that cliff. We want to get back to that place so we can collect yeah. that version of ourselves, And that's yeah. often what people try to walk around. We try to do the walk around. We say, Oh, logically I understand that situation, but going in like collecting the emotion or, um, I don't know, like allowing yourself to kind of have whatever release feels scary. And so I think Mm -hmm. that like, um, well, we were talking about this idea of healing and like doing the work. And what I mean by like doing the work is like the actual moment of vulnerability of emotions. So like that might look like screaming. That might look like dropping to the floor and sobbing that might mm-hmm. look like um, I don't know um, I don't I guess like I don't know insert emotional freakouts like what yeah. does an emotional freakout look like it can yeah. look like going inward it can look like um, and we often try to like get away from those feelings like we're trying to protect something we don't want to cry yeah. we say things like I'm fine we, um, Try to run away. Um, But when you feel a really strong emotion, like allowing yourself to cry on the bathroom floor is a perfect metaphor that I feel like everybody always goes to. Um, It's. We have that's in a place of safety, like allowing yourself to feel that vulnerable of an emotion is like in a place of safety. Yeah. And um often like what we're mourning or that piece of ourselves that we have grief over didn't have the capacity to do that. Yeah. There was some sort of need to, as Brene Brown says, armor up yeah. to push through. Um, but if you're processing something, like if something for you is coming up, like a spot on your map, you know, maybe that's
0: the treacherous cliff. The
1: treacherous cliff. Maybe that's a time you got fired. Maybe that's a time that you got into an argument with somebody or like whatever that is, that version didn't get that appropriate emotional release. Yeah. And so if you can walk yourself back to that emotion, to that frustration, to that anger now when you're current in this in your space of safety, then you're collecting that piece of you that was on the cliff and you're giving that piece of yourself that option to have that appropriate emotional release Mm -hmm. and then to welcome them into the safety space of your present day of saying, okay, I'm here now though. Like, um, and then moving forward. And I think that's how we continue with our past versions of ourselves that are stuck on the roadmap. Yeah. Um, and that can be, um, that can just be a really tough and scary process in my experience. Yeah. So.
0: I, oh but, my gosh. Yeah. 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 It's a very tough and uncomfortable. Yeah. Experience for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going through that mm-hmm. right now. You know, like. Like going through like an identity crisis that comes with, you know, divorce. And. Right. And, and healing through going back to collect myself. And in doing so, I'm like re meeting myself. Mm -hmm. Like getting, I'm getting to know myself, which is why I feel like it's actually so important for me to have more time on my own because I feel like there's still parts of me that I haven't met yet mm-hmm. that i need to that might sound like super woo woo, but for example like okay this will be kind of funny okay do you guys know this song um because uh, i'm cleaning up oops i'm cleaning up my energy but queen yeah. herbie yeah, right, yeah. No, right? no, no no it's a uh, tyla jane is her name oh i knew i I, I didn't know who it was but i know who that song is mm-hmm. yeah yeah so anyways yeah so that song the girl who sings her name is Tyla and she's like all about like being like (laughs) a boss babe and like I don't know and so I she I think that when I'm in that part of myself that is like we're gonna do we're gonna like we're going to have a business together or like right. when I'm in that part of myself. That's like, I'm going to go to school or I'm going to like change careers. Like I feel like that part of myself, like that's Tyla. right? Ty- that is Tyla showing up in, in that energy or whatever. Cute. And so yeah. like, just being yeah. able to like identify those different parts of myself, I feel like is my way of, Oh my God, that's going to be so beautiful. Listen to this. That is my way <clears throat> of going back and healing the spiritual, Mm parts of myself you know those emotional yeah. parts but what's really cool so my friend annie shout out to annie you the best bitch okay i'm recently learning that like i don't know how to be sad and so i was telling this to annie right and i'm asking her like tell me a b and c how do i be sad and her response to me was like whoa like it doesn't work like that but like if you sit down for a moment and you feel your feelings in that moment is the possibility to like open up to the creativity that you need in order to heal your grief or to feel your grief or to, Collect a part of yourself or whatever. Mm. And so it's been really fun, like being using music, which you know, you know, is like so important to me, and like tying that to like different versions and like experiences, and like just kind of being able to like create like this map of this inner person that's in here and like getting to know her. So that's my way, which is my creativity. But Shelby, Mm. you, my dear use your creativity and your inner desires and pulls to heal in other ways such as dun, 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 dun. um
1: yeah i just came out of a cambo ceremony um this weekend and okay
0: yeah. you're gonna have to start at the <laughs> beginning i don't know how many people would be very familiar with even yeah, what right. that is
1: me either guys yeah um Okay, so I'm not an expert on this topic at all. So like my um if you're interested, like for sure, like Google it and make sure you find a practitioner that like really speaks to you. Um I did. But um yeah, I think that it's important to know who's administering your medicine. Um, but Cambo is a Hmm, the way that I would describe it is like a spiritual, physical, and emotional purge. It's a, um, it's a cleanse to, yeah, purge any toxins out of your three bodies, um, using poisonous secretion from a tree frog. Yes, a frog. And so, um, it's, a a medicine or it's a it's a poison that like is used for hunting in like the um like the rainforest like by the Matsi's mm-hmm. tribe um okay. it's also used to um yeah it's it's like known as like a warrior spirit, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like the combo frog uh is a tree frog and it actually doesn't have any natural predators. Like nothing um attacks the frog and so it's just kind of known like this animal itself is just like a warrior animal and um this the the secretion or the toxins from the frog is administered through your lymphatic system and so you get little burns um like let's see uh like I got on my ankle here and then um on my whoa let's see. really uh, yeah can oh. you see those on oh, my yeah. <gasps> um so then on the second day i got it administered through my right arm um but it's administered through a burn um and then the f- did the, it
0: hurt were you like ooh
1: i mean yeah yeah i mean so it, imagine like a stick um being burned and then like touching you so like yeah like it's like oof ow but I mean you can get a shot right like you've gotten like a shot before so it'd be like something like that you know yeah um and then the frog poison is placed on in that um on your open skin to enter into the lymphatic system and you keep it on for 20 minutes and it is intense. Oh my god! Okay, like
0: what? Like, like um, within 20 minutes you start feeling the effects?
1: Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Well, the t- you the keep it on
0: for 20 minutes, right? But how, how long?
1: Yeah, it's a uh, well. I think it's personal. Like, I think that, um, like, it just depends. Like, so the medicine is kept on for 20 minutes, and then it's taken off. And the first day that it was administered to me, I would say within like, I don't know, 10 minutes, my body was starting to acclimate. And then within like 40 minutes, I was like, okay, I feel good. But it's almost like maybe just having like a bug, like you're you're totally empty. So like your stomach is like a little achy. Your body is like a little fatigued. But so like it's not like you're like totally back to normal but I was energized like it is like it is like energizing for sure um but basically it's just a physical purging um and some people experience that in different ways like for me um at first I got really hot like um and they call that the the cambo hug meaning that it's just starting to you're starting to fill your your system and then um for me, it was just, like, a really internal experience. Like, I remember I even just, like, closed my eyes. And, I mean, like, my heart rate got super jacked up. I was um, jacked up, not, like, in a terrible way, but meaning yeah. more like like being really, really fast. Yeah. Like, a really fast heartbeat. Um, sweating. The first day, I was, like, really shaking. Um, and then just, like, vomiting. Just, like, lots and, like, lots of vomiting. Um, but... I walked in like with an intention. Like there was mm-hmm. like a, there's like an intention with the ceremony. Yeah,
0: you've been, you've been working on this for mm-hmm. a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I feel like the universe speaks to me in threes. And I got my like third nudge towards it. And I really, really didn't want to do it. Because I'm like, man, I really wish I was being called to an ayahuasca journey or something like that. Um, But I wasn't. It was, it was Cambo that my body was, like, pointing me towards. And so I feel like what I gained from it was, um, hmm. Well, I felt like it ninja'd and, like, cut ties and attachments towards, um, just, like, things maybe that, like, were holding me back, like, past things. Um, but... Yeah, I mean... Oh,
0: really?
1: Oh, yeah. How do I even explain it? It's really interesting. So, like, for me, like, the first day, like, my intention was um, to excavate and to reconfigure this deep belief that I have toward myself that I'm innately bad, Mm -hmm. that... um, And so we, like, walked me back to the rue of that it's one eleven right now.
0: Oh
1: my God. Um, Oh, look, it just barely turned to one twelve right when you looked.
0: <laughs> wait, wait a second. So it, so you are having conversation during this. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. okay. 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 Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just like kind of a quiet to yourself.
1: Right. Well, okay. So yeah, so I get to like the ceremony, um, which is just at her house and she has this like beautiful space set up and, there's like intention setting, right? So, okay. um, she's walking me through, uh, the history of this practice and where it's come from and the training, um, and the time that she's spent with the medicine and how she's like received it. And then, um, just generally like what the spirit of the frog is like. So, What I'm sitting with, um, like, I guess just, like, being, like, what presence are you in right now? Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, takes, like, a chunk of time. And then there, she has, like, an altar set up that she does, um, certain things in a, in a way, um, some of that was, like, lighting a candle, um, smudging the room with, uh, sage, Mm. um, sterilizing any and all things that would be touched during the process. So, so things like that. So Mm -hmm. like, um, and as, and as she's going through these actions, we're, we're chatting, we're talking about like, why is my intention of coming here? What am I hoping to gain from it? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a, like, it's kind of like a scary thing. Like you're putting yourself, you're, you're purposely putting yourself in like a place of discomfort. Yeah. And so, setting up like, what can I expect during this? Like how, like what do I need in order to feel safe? Like, so things like that. Yeah. But
0: then. Imagine the discomfort.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because
0: you know what you're about to go through a little bit.
1: Right. Yeah. Like some people shit themselves. Some people pass out. Some people um, projectile. Like it's like some people cry. Some people Mm -hmm. are. So you can experience like a, a, a myriad of really uncomfortable really vulnerable things I mean who wants to be shitting themselves in front of somebody like that
0: doesn't sound fun
1: uh none of it sounds fun no
0: no no I'm like mortified (laughs) I'm mortified right
1: yeah me too I was totally mortified um but uh so then so then like we went into the ceremony and then after like once once she burned me the medicine was like immediately like placed on and then she sets like a timer for 20 minutes um and for me i felt so my first intention was just reprogramming this belief that i'm bad yeah. just like going yeah. back through um yeah just like sifting through those programs and um those origin stories and uh just seeing myself in the light of actually who I am today, um, right now. And, um, I vomited a lot. Like I vomited so much and I was, um,
0: on an empty stomach.
1: Yeah. 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 So
0: Was it just, I'm so sorry if this is too much, but like, no. So was it just like, was it more like bile? Is it more yellow? There wasn't anything in there, but just a lot of that.
1: Right. So a lot of bile, um, and just like toxins that have stored in the body. Uh, so on the second, the second day on the second purge that I had, um, was like a lot of heavy metals. Like it was bright blue. Like I was like vomiting, like bright blue. Yeah. 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 Like super bright blue. And then, after like um, oh
0: my gosh okay wait hold on how are you doing yeah Uh, like how are you doing going through this
1: um like in the like in at the time like when it was happening um honestly I don't really know how to describe it it was such an inner journey like it was it I was really quiet I um it was just like yeah. I just was like, I completely surrendered to it. Um, in fact, like we were talking and, and, uh, Kat was saying, she's like, you didn't experience any resistance. Like a lot of people, um, they'll be like, take it off, like take the medicine off or they'll, there will be like a lot of resistance of like, I actually really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. like, like trying to like fight the urge of like, shitting themselves or vomiting or passing out or something and Mm -hmm. i didn't really experience any of that like i i felt like i just closed my eyes and surrendered and so i just um i mean it was like deep deep purges like it was like so deep like so it was like it was like really tough um but
0: are you sore
1: I was afterwards like like my um like my stomach and like my back hurt from just like Ugh, like there was like actually how it is to like yeah there was like one moment in where and it's like you gotta understand so I've never given birth before but Kat was saying that a lot of women will equate the use of cambo to to the mm-hmm. experience of birth where it's like your body is just doing things that you have no sense of control mm-hmm. over. Um but then on the out on the end of it, you're very empowered mm-hmm. and very like mm. feeling very strong afterwards. Yeah. And so um like yeah, like the the cramping and like the heat of the body. Like I just remember at one point I was um just feeling like so overwhelmed. And I just remember, like, my body, like, rocking backwards. And, I mean, it was as if I had been shoved from behind. Mm -hmm. And I just, from the bottom of my feet, it was like I purged. Just, like, leaned forward and just, like, projectile vomited into this bucket. (laughs) It was intense. But for me, like, it wasn't just this physical thing. Like, I actually felt like I was bringing forth these versions of myself and I was bringing them forward as healed and saying, be here with me now. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it felt intense. It sounds intense. Um, yeah, but so that was my experience with the medicine. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot and it's been, it's been wild. Like I, Hmm yeah I've just like really been like I don't know I think I was telling you yesterday like it it just feels like everything is very ethereal I yeah. don't really know what's real I don't really know where I end or begin right now so I feel like definitely like in a very energetically weird yeah weird place maybe not weird but new so like this um
0: oh unfamiliar
1: yeah very unfamiliar and it's a a medicine that's believed of like a a rebirth And I do feel that like I feel like a a rebirthing of myself. Like I do feel. Yeah, I don't really know how to explain it, Mm. but I go back for my third administration um, next month. Yeah. And I yeah, it's really funny the first day because I did it two days in a row. The first day I was fine because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So it's like it's easy to walk into something when you don't really know what to expect. There's yeah. kind of like alluring mm-hmm. there. Um but the second day Justin uh, drove me both times. And the second day, I, it was like a caged animal. I was just like, uh, you, it was like, you literally had to push me in there. I did not.
0: Okay. 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 How long did you feel that ill for? Like, did you go back Mm. the second day still feeling sick from the day before? Or how? Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. They call it like a pre-purge when you do things like this. Like sometimes like you can have like a pre things come up and it's like, before I even got there, I was vomiting in the shower. I was like dry heaving, which I don't have anything in my belly. So it's like, you're just like. You know, like, yeah, I was like, my body was like physically like, do not, uh, uh. but it, it was, it, it, uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. It it was, it was necessary. Yeah. So, yeah. but it was like, Justin was like, what's going on? I'm like, it's really hard to walk into something when you know what you're doing, when you know what you're doing and it's tough. Like, holy moly. Yeah. That is not for the faint hearted. I'll tell you what. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was intense. It was physically intense. It was, yeah, like the second day, like um, I wasn't vomiting as much because I felt like I was just so empty. I was definitely dry heaving, but it was, mm. I, I, I found it to be true. Like the first day, I found the purge to be for my physical body. My second day, for my emotional. And they say the third will be for your spiritual. I guess I'll find out. Um, but like, so my second purge, I was just, I mean, sobbing like just just sobbing just what kind of thoughts are going through your
0: head like when you're sobbing like what are you thinking about um I was thinking
1: about like a very specific version of myself I had like a very specific visual Mm -hmm. I was just with like a really young version of myself I would say she's like five maybe six years old I mean I like literally saw the way that my hair was. I remember the choker that I was wearing. I remember the exact shirt, the pants, the, I even remember the underwear that I, and it was like, I, you know, so yeah, it's like, and it was interesting because then like another wave of like a purge would come on Mm. and bam, you know, I'm 17 years old. Another purge. Bam. I'm 22. Bam. Like, so it's like, like, Uh, like when Kat like took the medicine off, she's like, okay, it'd been 20 minutes. I, I could have, you could have told me it could have been 17 hours and it could have been 17 seconds. I would not have known the difference. I would not have known the difference. Like it, I wasn't in my bot. It was not, I wasn't, yeah, it was like, I was doing some real work is what I felt like. Like I was doing some real work. Yeah. So, yeah, it was wild. Oh my God. Yeah. It's
0: blowing my mind. (laughs) yeah okay so so how long so you kind of felt sick when did you finally feel like okay I think I'm good
1: so uh, I got to her house at eight o'clock in the morning both times I would say that we were administering the medicine between nine and nine thirty the first day Justin picked me up at ten thirty in the morning and then the second day I left at like eleven fifteen eleven thirty in the morning. So it was a couple hour process. Maybe it was actually more like 11.45. The second day I was there a lot longer. Yeah. Because I just sat and sobbed for a long time. Like I just yeah. cried. Um, and so, but I think, yeah. Yeah, it was like a couple hours. Um, but then I took the rest of the day and I didn't do anything yeah. the rest of the day. Like yeah. we just watched movies. Well, yeah. we watched Ozark. We're into Ozark right now. It's really good. Oh my God. We just I've got into season thing. four. I've heard good
0: things. Oh, it's really good. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: But like my tummy, like it, it took me a second, like um, you have to prepare for it, right? So you, like I didn't drink any alcohol. I wasn't smoking any weed. I wasn't eating red meat. I wasn't eating processed food. I wasn't eating sugar. So I had cut all those things out. Then you're purging the two days. I only had broccoli cheddar soup and that was all I could eat for like four days like Mm -hmm. that was all my stomach could handle yeah um I'm like now back to normal but I'm just noticing like I haven't been drinking that's not true I have been drinking coffee but it's been like intentional of like going to a coffee shop doing work and and
0: it's been like a treat
1: yeah like I have not made coffee at home Mm. at all for like I actually haven't made coffee at home at all in the year of 2023. My French press broke and I'm a freaking coffee snob. Oh, I, haven't no, re- I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't been okay. drinking coffee, which is crazy. Yeah. It's been really nice. Um, oh, did you see the change of the light? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've not been, um, you yeah, have not been drinking coffee and I've not been drinking alcohol. Um and I
0: actually really like it. You like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I giving up coffee. But it doesn't feel like yeah. you give up for you.
1: No, uh uh-uh. uh. No. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm noticing just like any time that I do drink coffee, I'm like actually really noticing the effects of like caffeine. Mm-hmm. I'm actually I don't think I'm a person who enjoys an elevated heart rate. Like I don't enjoy, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm not an upper, I'm a downer (laughs) type of person. So like my drug of choice, like you're not going to catch me doing cocaine, but smoking a fat blunt, I'll be there, (laughs) you know? So like, like um, just like those uppities are really hard for me and caffeine falls in like that uppity category. And, um, yeah, I think I think that my nervous system has spent so much time in that uppity. Yeah,
0: that it just needs to calm, calm Yeah, relax. Yeah, like
1: my adrenal glands probably
0: need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Which has been nice.
0: Yeah. But you feel like, how long do you feel like you've been working on that? Like, my adrenal glands?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll tell you what, I've given those a lot of thought over the last couple of years. <laughs> but, Have you? hmm Yeah.
0: Okay, then yes, answer that question. <laughs> Not what I was in, initially intending, but yeah. Um, yeah, like I think that just like,
1: um, I don't know what to call her, uh, a guru. I love her so much. Binge on Instagram. Um, Amy, uh, I love her and I've learned so much from her. Yeah. and she introduced in a course that I purchased from her, um, adrenal glands. Uh, and I, I think that was like in 2020 and it was just like a lot about like, uh, yeah, I think that was kind of like when I made that commitment toward my nervous system and trying to like bring awareness, um, in those situations. But the coffee thing I knew that I needed to kind of separate from was one of my girlfriends Mo. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had like met up with her one day and she was like, Oh, I'm not drinking. I'm I'm taking espresso out of my diet to just see if it will help with like my anxiety and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I should probably try that. And then once I finally did, because my French press broke, it's not like I did this. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. But my French press broke and I'm a goddamn coffee snob. I'm sorry, but I don't know how you drink out of a Keurig every day.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but I just need the uppity. Right? Like, you're going for
1: the uppity. Like, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like such a snob about like, this is my intention. I'm going to meditate while my coffee steeps. And (laughs) (laughs) I make it like this whole process that I'm like, oh, now it's like ruined. And so, but French presses are actually kind of expensive. They're like 50, 60 bucks if you want like a really cute one. I've probably spent the equivalent of in my lattes now. <laughs> Damn it, bamboozled me. But um, but then it's just kind of like turned into this longevity thing. And then I signed up for Cambo, and I was like, well, I might as well just stay off of off of this. Yeah. Um. But then any time that I've had caffeine, I'm like, oh, that like really jacks me
0: up. Oh, it really does. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And if I'm not having
1: a correct outlet, that feeling in my body Mm -hmm. can spiral my mental, like my mentality. I don't do a day without coffee. Honest to God, like, it's like if you give yourself the tolerance break, Mm -hmm. you, then you like come back to it and like realize how hard it like actually hits, you know? Yeah. But I've like been in a place where like I've drank coffee every single day for years. Yeah like years so like taking a month two months off of coffee feels like it's like really out of my system yeah it's
0: it's (laughs) it's (laughs) been a long time yeah it's felt wild but yeah okay yeah all right so how are you feeling now Mm. like what so you you kind of mentioned like ethereal and still trying to orient to like a new yeah internal composition yeah
1: yeah i'm trying to be a human right now i'm trying to figure out what that means
0: that is what you said yesterday like, being a human is hard
1: yeah like,
0: well then let's just take a nap i can't
1: human today it's too hard for me yeah. um yeah yeah so i'm definitely i don't know dude i don't know i'm just I'm doing me right now. I'm yeah. just like in a place where I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm just like asking myself, like, is this, um, okay. Hmm. Like, am I acting in alignment? Am I doing this because I actually want to, or is this like a little bit of like a habit? Like, mm-hmm.
0: so okay. things like, yeah,
1: things like coffee. Yeah. Am I making coffee because this is a habit or because I actually need it, I'm like, well, I actually don't know if I really need coffee. Like, maybe I just really like the ritual, you know, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: oh, I definitely understand the um, impulse to substitute tea for coffee. Sure, like yeah. having just like the warm cup. Yes, and like the slow sips. Right, like. I could see that being more ritualistic than, like, a caffeine dependency.
1: Sure. Like, well, like, yeah, because you're making it just, like, more intentional and, like, um, yeah, I've even, like, been doing, like, hot lemon water. Like, Mm, yeah, just, like, a warm drink because that's why i'm like oh i just like really like you have gone
0: so hippie i love it (laughs) my hippie heart is just fluttering right now oh my god you just do steamed lemon water good god, did you put a little bit of you should have you you just like cut a little slice slice of of ginger ginger. oh my god yeah Yeah. oh yeah um yes 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 yes. oh wait 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 hold you know there's one more thing you need to add to that oh tell me makes it perfect you know Honey. yeah a little bit of honey with that uh-huh. lemon in that yes. ginger yes. it sweetens it just enough yes. to like yes it changes my hippie it. heart is so proud of you right now
1: <laughs> literally yeah. i'm like i'll take a peppermint tea oh
0: yeah oh yeah
1: <laughs> i can't help it but i'm actually loving it but that's how i feel like i'm just like i don't know i'm just doing me i just gotta I'm, yeah, I'm kind of, like, in this, like, new rewiring space. Campo was, it was, it was intense. It was, um...
0: Oh, my God. Okay, like, are yeah. you, are you, like, up, walking around? Is there, like, a nice little, are you just laying on the ground, just, like, I can't even, like, what? Like, I'm trying to, like, picture... Mm. Like, where am I? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um... how are you, ex- how do you physically experience <laughs> something like what you just described?
1: right. Yeah, like in the moment—is that what you're asking? Like, yeah. am I like how am I like what? So she's got like these like little chairs. Wait, in the moment at the time mm-hmm. of the medicine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in the moment at the time of the medicine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Take me back there. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, you're. She's got like chairs that are on the ground. Like, um, so you're basically seated on the floor, but they, like you have like a backrest behind oh, okay, you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a pillow chair. Mm-hmm. And she has like the same where she's like facing you um and yeah you're like just like i was just sitting on the ground i had a bucket between my knees she was really close she was like right up like me sitting in between your legs like cuz some people pass out so it was like she's like if you like i had like a thing on my finger monitoring my heart monitoring yeah. um my blood pressure um But she's, like, some people pass out and stuff, so she's, like, really close to you. So, like, she can catch you. It's just, like, on the floor. Um, When the medicine was on my leg, I had, like, my leg, like, out like this. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, sitting in between me, but then I have a bucket, and I'm just, like...
0: Oh, my gosh. How intimidating is that? You are just... (laughs) She just put that on you, and it's just you, her, and the bucket. Yeah, dude. Were you, like... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then she, I was like, okay, like, here we go. She sets a timer and she's like in like five minutes is usually like what it takes, like the medicine, like for like people to like start feeling that like warm hug.
0: Yeah.
1: I found that to be kind of true. Like the because the first day was on my leg. So think like your leg getting your bloodstream from your leg to your heart is going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. So I would say it took like seven minutes. Before I really started filling the medicine. And then it was like. That's actually kind of wild to think about. So. Yeah. Seven minutes it took for me to start filling the medicine. Which means I only had it on me for 13 minutes. So it was like 13 minutes of just like. Intense. Shaking. Vomiting. um, Crying. Sweating. Oh my
0: gosh. And then
1: like. Yeah. Then the medicine gets wiped off. And. I I vomited a few times even after the medicine it's like my body was still like yeah but then yeah like within like 20 minutes you're probably back to getting towards homeostasis but oh so yeah it's like it's like a quick thing but it feels long it's just like really intense um but it's really personal Yeah, yeah it's like really hard um Yeah, it's like, it's really vulnerable. It's really vulnerable. Yes, Um, yes. Yeah, you're like kind of like meeting the versions of yourself. And I felt like I kind of acted in that way. Like I felt like when I felt like my, a part of like my 15 to 17 year old self, like I felt like the language that I was using felt very 15 and 17. Mm -hmm. You know, when I felt really young, it was just like crying like a baby, (laughs) just like little baby crying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I just feel like I'm in this space of just re-meeting myself like in who I am today. Like I think it was actually really cool because Cambo is this energetic surgeon. Just like cutting ties and Mm -hmm. releasing and helping you know carve out and clear out like oh you might have been stuck there or stuck here you know mm. so i feel redefined
0: it like loosened up mm-hmm. something yeah or you, you said you just it just felt like cut out
1: yeah it just feels like it redefined like where and who i am so that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> That really big statement <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I feel good. It feels good to be me. I think everybody deserves to feel that way about themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give yourself a little hug. I love you, Shelby.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you could go back to one of those versions of yourself Mm -hmm. that you just spent excruciating time with, Mm -hmm. what would you say? When you're crying with baby shelves or when you're sitting Mm -hmm. with 16-year-old shelves?
1: Mm. You're not alone. I love Mm -hmm.
0: you. Yeah. You need to know that you love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.